Hey guys, Laura here. I wanted to invite you to my Authenticity Workshop on Friday, May 24th. The title of this workshop is Authentic Expression and Why It Will Make You Wealthy. And I use the word wealthy not specifically in the traditional sense, although that's true as well, but also holistically wealthy, um, leading to a life of joy, abundance, and expansion. Because when we learn to authentically express, there's nothing more powerful. And once we learn it and we bring it to our nurse coaching practice, it echoes into over into every other area of our life. So come for this interactive workshop. It's 30 bucks. You need to register. Link will be in the bio. Thank you. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby, both board-certified nurse coaches, show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. It's Laura today coming at you live from my new office. And new mic. I'm really hoping that my voice sounds amazing. I'm not going to know until I hear it. It sounds good on my end, but you never know until the podcast gets published. So praying that as you hear my voice, it sounds clean and clear and um, that this new mic is awesome. I'm really excited about it. Anyhow, that was a little bit of a tangent there. I wanted to talk about something today that I've talked about in a lot of my mentorship calls that I've reflected upon in my own life, that I've witnessed in my husband, in my sister, in uh, a lot of our clients. And that is that there is a really a healing aspect of going for it and opening your own coaching practice. And I'm even going to back up a little bit and say that entrepreneurship can be considered a healing modality. Isn't that interesting? We often think of all these different modalities that we can get trained in to help people heal. And for me, starting my own business, what is the single most transformative thing I've ever done in my entire life? And I know a lot of entrepreneurs feel the same because it totally changes you and changes the way that you see the world. So I wanted to gather some topics and distinctions of why I think this is. Why is opening your own practice? We always talk about how hard it is. We always talk about the feelings and that it's hard and but we haven't like spent enough time talking about the promises of it and the the healing that takes place by going for it. And hey, I've had several businesses that did not work out. I know a lot of our nurse coaches have done um, direct sales companies that didn't that didn't work out. Uh, so, so for some of us, starting a business is also a corrective experience from a, a younger failure or perceived failure. And by the way, a lot of direct sales businesses, the only reason we failed is we didn't have a coach. We didn't have a real support. Now, depending on what company you're in or what downline you're in, like there, I have seen some wonderful spaces for support. Uh, what I also find is that anybody who's made a million dollars in direct sales has spent thousands of dollars on coaching. I have not met one person who DIY'd it. And I think that it's really important to note that 
paying for support, paying for transformation for most humans is uh, more powerful than getting uh, free support from your upline that benefits if you make money, right? It's just a different energetics to it. There's always, I'm, I'm open to being proven wrong. There's always exceptions to the rule. I'm just sharing my experience here. So I wanted to talk about how becoming an entrepreneur can be really healing and maybe give some personal stories and some case studies around this. So for those of you who are sitting on the fence, maybe you just started CERT, maybe you finished CERT a year and a half ago, and you've always had like this thing in your head, like, ah, you know, one day and maybe I kind of want to, but I, I heard it's hard or I don't know. Uh, for you fence sitters out there, let this be a check mark in the column of go for it. Because if opening a practice and going for it is healing in and of itself, then isn't that awesome? Like going for your dream is healing. And they say that, you know, being an entrepreneur is a transformative experience in and of itself for so many reasons. But here's some different aspects. First is and foremost is personal growth. Entrepreneurship pushes us way beyond our comfort zone on so many fronts that we can't even comprehend until we're standing at the precipice and we have to do the thing. And a lot of times this happens with the visibility aspect, the reaching out to people that you're afraid of what they're going to think about you. Like there's so many parts of this that pushes you past your comfort zone. So inevitably you grow in leaps and bounds. And in our mentorship, you know, month one to month 12, very few people are the same, like extraordinary transformations. And it's really fun to reflect on that. So starting a business, it fosters growth. You have to be resilient and adaptability. And nurses are, are, are all these things because of our career already. Second is sense of purpose. One of the most insidious and lowest experiences for me, was being a young adult, graduating high school, and not knowing what I wanted to do. And I was pretty good at a lot of things. I was going to be a math teacher because I'm really good at math and I enjoy math. I, what I love about math is it's black and white, it's right and wrong. I can just hide in the certainty of it. Um, and I enjoyed it. So I contemplated being a math teacher. I loved art and interior design. I loved communication. I was really good at a lot of things, but I was aimless because I didn't know which, like I had no clarity. So starting a business in some ways, it's deciding like on a major, right? It's deciding I'm going to try to open a nurse coaching practice. I've made this decision. I'm opening an LLC. The, the wheels are turning. This thing is happening. I have some relief. So I'm not contemplating it anymore. I'm not in indecision. I've decided and I've started. And when we decide and when we start something, there's momentum. There's a really yummy feeling of purpose, of forward momentum to, through a clear target, even if some of the details aren't clear. It could be, I'm going to start a coaching practice because I'm going to help humans. That could be your certainty, not all the other stuff. And when you start a business that aligns with your personal values and your passion, it instills like a deep, deep sense of fulfillment. I've heard a lot of people say it's, it fulfills a calling a spiritual calling, something placed on their heart by God, something the universe is compelling them to do. 
Like this is, is more than trading time for money. And if we spend so much of our time at work, wouldn't it be nice to trade time of our life in something that was deeply aligned with our personal values? The richest man in the world never works a day in his life because he's doing what he loves to do and getting paid for it, right? What percentage of people in your life right now can say that about themselves? Not very many. It's so healing to claim that as a value, to decide if I'm going to spend any time away from my children, if I'm going to spend any time doing things that aren't fun all the time, damn be better be a, for a bigger reason than money in my bank account. Now, not everybody has that luxury. There's large parts of populations of the world that work all day long to eat and have a place to sleep. And this is that that's lower on Maslow's hierarchy needs. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a lot of the Western world, a lot of you listening right now that have a place to sleep and have something to eat and have a job that makes enough money for you to do most things or some of the things that you, you desire. But that doesn't light you up. That doesn't make you feel like you're serving patients and people in the way that you know you're supposed to. So claiming a, a direction to start earning money, helping people in the way that you know that you can a deep sense of purpose. And that in and of itself is a healing and transformative experience. Even if you're still working your jobby job and you're doing it part-time, it doesn't matter. Just the commitment, just trying regardless of the outcome. I'm not even talking about the outcome. I'm not talking about success or failure. I'm talking about the freaking pursuit, going for it, being the kind of human that goes for it. Instead of being the kind of human that regrets not going for it, just being the kind of human that goes for it. That's deeply healing, incredibly healing. Next one's empowered. I love this word. It gets thrown around in an industry all the time. We want to empower our patients to make good health decisions. We want to be empowered. What does that actually mean? Well, being in control of our most basic and making decisions for one's own basic structure of their life is incredibly empowering. You know, I choose what days I work and what time I work. I choose how much I work and how much I don't work. I choose what months I want to work a lot and what months I don't want to work a lot. I choose who I work with and what I charge. That's, that's a good feeling. And, and the cool thing is, is you get to continually realign as you grow. What I charged four years ago is not what I charge now. And what I charge five years from now will not be what I charge now. And the type of work I do right now is different than it was four years ago. And the type of work that I do three years from now will probably be a lot different than right now. So as I mature spiritually, emotionally, mentally, as I grow, I can make decisions that keep me in alignment. That's deeply empowering. It gives confidence. For me, it's changed the way I move in the world, the kind of eye contact that I make, the way that I speak to people. It's changed me, right? Like it's this big change in, in Laura Menard. Laura Menard was not this person before coaching. It's, it's almost unrecognizable. 
that's deeply empowering. I love that. I love that for you guys too. There's a, like a feminine way of looking at this and a masculine way of looking at it. And there's a really beautiful feminine way of looking at this is, uh, you know, choosing to open a practice because you, you know, you're, you're deeply longing to have slower mornings and you want to be able to prioritize your own health and you want to be able to make meals every night and you want to be able to go to your kids' recitals and pick them up for school and take them to school. There's these like, these like feminine desires that we want. And then there's a, a masculine part of this. It's like, are you going to fucking claim it? Are you going to take action and get that? It's a decision. Success isn't reserved for lucky people. Success in this business is reserved for people who decide to have it and take relentless action over and over and over again to claim it, to get it, to get become empowered, to become aligned. I love this too. This, you know, entrepreneurship allows you to overcome past failures. It's okay to fail. You should fail. Fail fast and fail often. If if you look at anybody in your life that you look up to, I guarantee you they've had massive failures because anybody who tries to have a life worth having fails. You fail. I did some uh, multi-level marketing in my early 20s and failed. I did another multi-level marketing at some point and failed. I uh, had lots of failed relationships that I gave my all to. And this can become a corrective experience, right? Like me creating a successful business was a corrective experience. There's a sense of it wasn't all for nothing. All those failures taught me something that I got to capitalize on now. And had I not done this venture, I wouldn't have got to capitalize on those failures in the way that I've been able to. So building a successful business can serve like as a redemption journey and allow you to move past old wounds and have different perspective and speak from a different place. It's incredibly inspiring to hear the stories of, of very successful entrepreneurs, like they're, when they lost millions or they're, the things happen. And subconsciously, I'm always like, hmm, when's it gonna, you know, do I get to go through one of those again? Maybe. Maybe. Because it's about the pursuit. It's not about the outcome. And this one I love. It was so good. Developing coping mechanisms. Holy smokes. We talk about the roller coaster. Entrepreneurship is filled with ups and downs, more so than working in the hospital, like more so than, than being a parent, in my opinion, more so than anything else I've ever done. And how do you navigate the highs and the lows? There's a, a sense of needing to cope. Like there are skills that are required to not quit when you've had four people in a row say no, or you've had some client ghost you, or you've had a client not happy with your service, God forbid, or a client accuse you of something that you, you aren't, or in your marketing, having somebody send you a snarky message. Like these things cut, they hurt. There's a down, there's an experience there. And we have to endure them. And as we endure them, we learn to cope better. And that coping mechanism is far-reaching to all aspects of our life. So things that used to flatten us 
that used to have us curled up in a ball in our room, it no longer affects us that way because it's created the ability to see things differently, to cope with things differently. Stress management. I mean, I think that that there's a special kind of stress that an entrepreneur an entrepreneur experiences, but there's also stress as an employee, like the stress of uh, doing things that you don't feel aligned with, the stress of working a schedule that's not aligned with your highest good or your family's highest good. Like that's a kind of stress, and the other kind of stress is uh, not knowing where your next ten thousand dollars is going to come from, having to create that on the fly. There's different kinds of stress. But it creates patience and perseverance. And that is a healing modality, right? We, we're, we're playing a game that strengthens us in ways that we can't imagine. So that even if you get out of certification, you decide to start a business, let's say you hire us in our, you hire me and Shelby, you join our mentorship, you spend $16,000 and some other nominal fees to start this business. You feel like you don't know what you're doing, you're not sure if you can be successful. Uh, you really don't even know who you are as a coach. That's so badass to try, right? Because I guarantee you this, the end of that year, you're going to be different. It will be different than you expect it to be 100% of the time. Most of the times you have way higher expectations on your first year than actually happen. The amount of ups and downs you have to endure totally changes the way that you cope, the way that you see the world, the way that you see yourself. It will change your relationships and it'll create a skill set that you will capitalize on for the rest of your life, regardless of the outcome. I cannot, this is why I have no problem selling our program because the pursuit of this, the commitment is so much bigger and better than any college course I ever took than any other thing I spent money on. It's just, it's worth it. It's a hell of a story, no matter what happens. It's a hell of an experience no matter what happens. And you, you create community. It can be really lonely to be an entrepreneur, right? If it's just you and your desk and your thoughts, uh, I, I don't recommend it. I recommend do, building it in community, building it in group. Um, but this can be like your decision to build your business can be a huge way that you connect with others and building relationships. So while there's an element of it being lonely because you're not forced to go be with coworkers or forced to be in places that you didn't choose to be. It can also build like deep connection with chosen others, with clients, with collaborators, with other nurse coaches, with us. These connections can be incredibly healing, especially for those who felt isolated or unsupported in the past. And I know I felt isolated and unsupported, surrounded by humans working in my, in my job. The nurse coach community is really special. We're a special brand of human and a special brand of nurse, right? Um, nurse coach entrepreneurs are my favorite humans on the planet. You know, literally, you could sit around a table. We do this at retreat. Sit around a table for lunch with 10 of them, have the best conversations of my life. And it, becoming an entrepreneur is a therapeutic outlet. For many, the act of creating, whether it's a product, service, or your personal brand, it like it serves as a therapeutic outlet. Shelby always talks about my um, social media presence. And actually, the last few weeks, I've been a little more silent as I've gone through this transition at the farm. 
But having to post every day or making that a goal to post every single day for my business, but it's not really for my business. It just was a decision that I made to do. It was like a witness journaling. A wi- it wasn't like calculated. It was just whatever was on my heart. However, I wanted to express my humanness every day, I do a post. And that became so therapeutic to me. And then if you've done it for a year or two years, like I, I just don't care what people think of me. I really don't. It's, it's freedom. That would have never happened had I not decided to start using social media to build my business, had I not decided to start posting things that I thought were interesting, had I decided that being visible was a, a divine act, that hiding myself to protect myself for the rest of my life in fear of failure, what other people think, like that just wasn't an option for me anymore. Building your business. Um, Figuring out how you choose and love to support other humans, getting really good at your craft. It can provide a sense of accomplishment and a way to express ourselves, like the, a divine expression of why we're here on earth. And I'm going to talk about another fun one here. This one's super fun. This validation. Who listening right now loves some good validation? I know I do. If uh, I remember an, an instructor pulling me aside in nursing school after I'd done a presentation, he said, Laura, you're extraordinary at making something complex understandable. My, was his feedback to me? I still hear his voice. I don't know if I was or not in that presentation, but that validation, that, 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 uh, Somebody witnessing me and saying something like that to me, it laid a foundation that I, I still hear his voice. And we get to experience that as an entrepreneur in our clients' feedback. When people say to you, you know, Sonny, I want to write you a testimonial because you've completely changed my life. Before I started coaching this, 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 and now I'm this, this, this. That's incredibly validating. And validation can be far, you know, far and few. But when we get it, it's incredibly healing, especially when we've poured our heart and soul into this work or into this endeavor. So achieving milestones, receiving positive feedback from clients, or simply realizing that you had a vision, you created something out of nothing that people pay you for, it's a pretty cool feeling. And it's, uh, it's, that is reserved for the few that walk through, right? That walk through the doorway and, and decide to make a decision to create this for themselves. There's a big debate that we've had in, in, among our team. Um, I've heard it in different circles and it's, can anyone be a successful entrepreneur? Or is it, are there qualities that you have to be born with? And I 100% think that anyone can be an entrepreneur. I also 100% think that not everyone will. I, I see human beings as pliable and malleable and incredibly powerful and unaware of their own power. And I, I, I just see human beings as bursting with creative possibility 
and energy. I see, if I, if I looked into a sea of 10,000 people, and let's say all those people were light bulbs that can shine 100 watts or whatever, that most people were walking around at a 10 thinking that's all they got. That's how I see the world. So from that perspective, hell yeah, I think you can all be entrepreneurs. I really, really do. But it's a decision to shine brighter. And when you shine brighter, there are other effects that happen in your life. And not every human being is willing to endure those effects or to even enjoy those effects. This last one, actually, I have a few more. Self-compassion. Mistakes and failures are inevitable in entrepreneurship. And over time, you have to learn to treat yourself with more compassion and more understanding or you'll quit. We see this in the mentorship all the time. I see so many, uh, like somebody will do a workshop and only have 10 people show up. And then they will beat up themselves, beat themselves up because they wanted more or more said they were coming. And then I have another. And so that person has lacks self-compassion, beating themselves up, should have been better, higher expectations, super bummed, mind effing themselves all week. And then I have another mentee who throws a workshop, no one shows up, and they talk about all the positive things that happened from it because they had to make the content, they know what they're going to do next time, and just like so much self-compassion. And you can see from that, those two case studies, like who's going to last? Because if you beat yourself up every time you make a mistake or you fail, like you can't be an entrepreneur. That'd be a miserable existence. There's a way of really effing up or making mistakes and the feeling that you have in your body and then learning to talk to yourself in a way where you're either winning or learning. That's it. If that's all that you can do, it's a lot of freedom. Failure is not even on the table. Self-awareness. We as entrepreneurs have to quickly learn our strengths and our weaknesses. We have to think about it like this. If you were the CEO of a hospital and you had a thousand employees, you would want to know what the weaknesses and strengths were of your leadership team. That's why people apply because you're looking for certain qualities for certain people to do certain jobs. You want the right person in the right job. There's lots of parts of being an entrepreneur. Knowing what you're good at and knowing what you're not good at is, is important. So we have to become self-aware. It's just required. And when we have more self-awareness, we're just operating with a, a cheat code in the world, right? Like if we know what we're good at, we exploit what we're good at. If we know what we struggle with, we get support on what, with what we struggle with or we hire out. I mean, this is why having a men mentor or coach is so great to even reflect back some of these to you. So you, you begin to see yourself clearly if you don't see yourself clearly already. And then healing through service. I had a really tough day. Not, I forget how long ago it was. And I was so grateful. I had two mentorship calls that day and a one-on-one call. And so I got to be on Zoom coaching for about six hours. So for those six hours, I was not thinking about me. I was not thinking about my feelings. 
I was not thinking about my problems. I was not thinking about any of it. I was thinking about whoever I was looking at, whoever I was coaching, whoever I was listening to deeply. There's so much healing in not thinking about ourselves and being in service. In the uh, 12-step community, I love the 12-step community, by the way. There's so many aspects of the 12 steps that are awesome. There's a reason why it's worked for so many people because it's an awesome program. But part of 12-step community is being of service, of getting out of oneself, of recognizing that suffering comes from extreme self-centeredness. Social anxiety comes from extreme self-centeredness and sometimes a um, sensitive nervous system. So when we're, we're coaching people, we're giving away free sessions to possibly sign people, we're just literally getting out of self and making the world a better place as we build a skill that we're going to be paid handsomely for. I don't see any negative or downside. I know a lot of our clients and you guys might mind up yourself and be thinking about yourself the whole time you're on the call. Well, what do I say next? Or am I doing this right? Or what do I look like on Zoom? Or, oh, I have a double chin. Or she doesn't seem very interested. I'm probably not a good coach. Blah, 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 right? If you can get out of that and deeply listen to the other human, like really like level three listening, where there's an intuitive proponent to it. There's a spiritual, there's a metaphysical, there's something... Beyond this world, there's something in the unseen realms happening in this coaching call with this other human. You're getting goosebumps. It's incredibly healing. It's a, it's an honor. There's times I hang up coaching calls and I'm like, how the fuck did I create this business where I get to do this? And I love it so much. And create these powerful transformations with my clients and get paid for it and have them thank me. There are pinch me moments, you guys, that I honestly is why I do what I do. I want as many of you listening right now to experience that. The moment of in your business where you're making more money than you spend, you got plenty of money in your business banking account. You're confident in your coaching abilities and you're, you're getting off coaching calls feeling incredible. And that might not happen until year two or year three, by the way. Just so you know, you might have to wait 36 months for that kind of payoff, but holy cow, is it worth it? I mean, nursing school is four years of education. If you had to commit to being learning how to be an entrepreneur for four years to make money doing something that you're totally aligned with for the rest of your life, like, would you do it? This is, these are the kinds of conversations we have to have. I am so sick of the, the get, uh, I'll show you how to make six figures with my secret system. It's all bullshit. There's no secret system to easily make six figures. You can't like not do the reps. It would be like a personal trainer. And I have a secret system that where you just come in and show up and you're going to have abs and you're going to be able to run a four minute mile. It's total bullshit. The healing, the transformation, the, hmm, how am I going to put this without being a total jerk right now? If we want an extraordinary life, and I know a lot of you do, 
where you want to have the time freedom, the money freedom, the creative freedom, the impact. If you want all those things that you say that you want, you got to do extraordinary things. And there's no secret system. And there's no shortcut. There's people to guide you through the trenches, but you got to do the work. And in doing that work and in committing to that pursuit, just like anything else worth having on earth, entrepreneurship is an incredible healing modality that will affect you, your children, your children's children, and really the world. I'm such a, a big advocate. I don't know why everyone on the planet doesn't have their own business. I really don't. Just for the tax benefits alone. Just understanding that. There's so much that we don't understand when we're an employee. And the world is ran by people who are entrepreneurs. Um, now, some of you are going to be triggered because you're going to twist my words, possibly, in your brain. Say, Laura doesn't think having a job is worth anything. I do. I do. But for those of you who are called or have the a little bit of the the bug underneath you to start your own business, like don't ignore it. That's where I that's where I'm landing with this podcast. Don't ignore it. Go for it. Go for it. Try. The the pursuit itself is so valuable and the risk is so very low. Starting a nurse coaching business is super low risk compared to any other business with a super high potential payout. So welcome to my TED Talk on why you should be an entrepreneur and how it's healing. Um, I wanted to quickly just let you know about a few workshops we have coming up. We have our new grad workshop November 10th at 8 Pacific Standard or 11 EST. We have our Effortless Enrollment Workshop, Friday, November 17th, and that is at 9 Pacific or 12 Eastern. Uh, we will be kind of like, we're going kind of hard from now until like mid-December, and then we usually take about three or four weeks off, uh, and we get really prepared for 2024 for uh, the big January push. Um, I love January mentorship. I think that's a really uh, epic time to start a business. Uh, from my type A personality, it's nice to have a January 1 to December 31st uh, frame of reference of what you can create. We are still enrolling for January. We are a little over halfway filled. If you're curious, if you uh, if this got under your skin, reach out to us, book an app call. We'd love to support you. And we'd love to see you at, at any of our upcoming workshops. So I hope uh, my mic was good. I hope that my message wasn't too aggressive. And I hope that for the right people listening to this right now, you have a little more pep in your step and a little more excitement about what's possible. And maybe a little bit of a desire to commit to the healing experience of becoming an entrepreneur. All right, guys, have a good rest of your day.